welcome to episode 199 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers, Brody. Hello. James. Hello. And Stephen. Hello there. Is anyone else sick? I'm just gotten over a horrible sickness, so that's nice. Was it, a, was it a cold? Why have I... I've got a cold. It's a real bad one, and I feel like it's November. It's too late in the year to have a cold. I've got a pretty mean headache, but, you know, that doesn't really count for much. You were doing your band stuff today, though, weren't you? I was, I was. It was very hot in that room. It was gross. In a, a recording studio? sweaty boys. Yeah, uh, like, um, it's just a little converted, like, townhouse, I guess, into a little studio. Oh, neat. And it was real hot. It was a lot of sweaty boys. That's awesome. It sounds like we've got, <laughs> we've got some music to look, look forward to there, Brady. Oh, yeah, big time. Sounds rad. Uh, what games you guys been playing recently? I'm hoping you're all going to say Star Wars. I'm not. Sorry. God no. damn it! <laughs> Did anyone play? So just James, just because we checked in last week with James and he was reviewing Star Wars. So Brody and Steven, you guys haven't picked it up. I was. I talked myself out of buying it this week. Because you talked yourself out of buying it. Well, because it's a single player game. So, though I have the fear of missing out, I know I can just come back to it, like, in six months and I'll get the oh, same experience. Not, well, when they close down Respawn, because no one buys single-player games, <laughs> that'll be all Brody's fault. Yeah. No. Nah, hey, yeah, Brody. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've played it, Ewan, so uh-huh. we, can, we can talk surprise, about surprise. it. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's not I'm nice. loving it, James. Well, well, sell me on it, boys. Sell me on it. I'm, nah. I'm, okay, I'm loving it, Brody and James, <laughs> with a kind of caveat that it's kind of a little janky. Um, no, it's not. It sure is. How do oh, you not say it's janky? I, I, I love Death Stranding, and that's and that's fairly janky. So that's not janky either. Death Stranding like, is rather I janky. Think we're getting are we getting mixed up between janky and doesn't control like God of War? Like I don't know. No, 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 no. It is definitely janky. James, okay. like, did you not ever, like, try and slide down one of those kind of muddy embankments and just, like, totally fly off the edge? That's not jank. That's just, like, you didn't control the realism game properly. Nah, <laughs> like, it never feels jank, good sliding down Jank to me is like, is, like, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, where it's, like, it's hard to control, but on purpose. Right? What? No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, it's just kind it's of a up. bit... Like it just kind of no. handles a bit poorly at times. So really, you're, you're, only so when you're doing I the kind of completely disagree. Stuff. So you'd be saying that really? Red Dead Two is janky? Yes, uh, like pretty much every modern Rockstar game is janky. They're all very no, in terms of controlling. Not like yeah, I, would I don't know. Say there's a I don't know if heavy truckish games. movement is jank though. I don't know. This is a discussion for another time, perhaps. But it's no. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting. Kind of want to yeah. get to the bottom of this now. I would certainly say that Red Dead's got an element of jank to it. Like climbing over any obstacle in Red Dead does not feel good. No, this conversation is janky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, well, Star Wars. Keep going. Back to Star Wars, James. Keep lying, Ewan. Keep going. <coughs> Sorry, um, I-, I warned you. I was sick. Um, when you're trying to like swing between ropes or like just kind of like jump between platforms, it's kind of a little unnerving. You never know if you're going to fall short. Uh, is it? I don't know. You didn't experience have, any of this at all. I just don't have those problems. Like oh, okay, the what only time the, the only thing the I have had is is like so you're jumping for like a rope and you have to like force pull it so you can grab it. Yeah, and the rope is too short, so it stops <laughs> and then you die. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, well, that this, kind yeah. of stuff. But that's not like jank, isn't that just me being a dumbass? Like, 
Yes. I mean, in that case, probably, yes. (laughs) But, yeah, I I don't know. It just kind of feels a bit sort of clumsy, like trying to kind of grab hold of a ledge or... It's really just isolated to those kind of moments of of, of platforming. So, you think it's the same as, like, say, the Tomb Raider games then? Well, no, it's 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 not as tight as Tomb Raider is or Un- or Uncharted is. Like, you know how mm. Tomb Raider and Uncharted are a little bit more forgiving, and if you get close enough to the rope, the rope will kind of magically appear in your hands, and it kind of stitches the sequence together, so you're not plummeting off to your death. Yeah, so I feel like there's sections of this where it's like seems impossible oh, yeah. <laughs> to time the jump, and it just feels totally out of rhythm. Like, yeah, I was gonna. Say, I feel like Uncharted and Tomb Raider are tailored to do that the, yeah. on their own and be very cinematic. Whereas maybe Star Wars expects you to actually be able to jump. I mean, Star Wars is definitely emulating what they're doing. It like it's it's unabashedly a collection of of games, kind of all jammed into the one. And for the most part, I think that works. Um, I mean, there's certainly like uncharted elements to it. Like e- even the first mission is kind of on a train, more or less, and it feels like such a homage to Uncharted Two. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm weighing too heavily on the on the janky nature of it. It's really not spoiling the game for me. I'm having tremendous fun with it. Um, I think the story is fantastic and the characters are fantastic. The world is brilliant. It really feels like a Star Wars game. Um, and the combat too is so much better than I thought it was going to be. And I think I had pretty high expectations going into it as well. Um, you, you're a fan of the Souls games, right, James? How how would you compare this to not, uh, the Souls? Not not to the combat. extent that, like, say, Steve is, but um, it's definitely like to me. To me, it feels closer to something like Sekiro than Dark Souls. Um, like, I feel like it's more about you know parrying and the balance and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, they even have the obviously Sekiro has not the balance meter, but those what are they called? Yeah, like the posture thing, and that, and the, and it's just called a pretty generic like defense meter in this yeah. game. Um, and I do feel like kind of you're rewarded for putting someone off balance rather than lots of hits, um, which I guess is kind of like Dark Souls too. But like, I feel like it's closer to Sekiro than anything. Yeah, it took um, me a, it took me a bit of time to clue into that, and I feel like I've not only really done that until recently. And I should note that I'm probably like 15 hours in, maybe kind of closer to 20 now. Um, that yeah, that there's like the defense meter or or the block meter or whatever it's called um and that you can kind of just like rattle a, a an enemy with a bunch of hits and although they're blocking them that that bar is depleting which kind of allows you to then break their defense and, and land some consecutive hits but likewise they can do that to you so you've kind of got to make sure that you're not just blocking every attack but rolling away and kind of taking a moment to breathe and Whilst you're doing all that, you're kind of like checking your force meter as well and seeing how much energy you have to, to land some of the heavier attacks and obviously use your force powers. Um, it, it's quite complicated it's just, and quite sophisticated, I think. Yeah, I think it's quite, like, it's really good. Like, I don't, like, people, I've heard people say, like, the obvious stuff, like, why are lightsabers not as powerful as they should be? Like, why aren't they just cutting through everything? And I don't know, like, what people would want. Like, yeah, that people just already know the How do you design a game that? around that? Like, what would the game be if that wasn't? And then, like, there's other stuff, like, um, like I've read a review that was like, like combating groups doesn't feel fair slash it's unbalanced and like, yeah, and 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 I just don't like to me, the game throws so much shit at you, but gives you so much shit to deal with all that. Like, you, the idea is you're meant to like deflect an attack, like push an enemy away with force or, like, pull them in to kill them or something or rip a probe droid out of the sky to, like, throw it at something else. Yeah. Um, like, you definitely... Just, 
have to get inventive with the, the way you approach combat. Like I, I too found groups quite overwhelming and, and hard to deal with. But then I kind of like looked at the way I went into the battle and realized, oh, well, like two of those stormtroopers are stood right by the ledge. If I just like force push them, immediately I'm cutting the sides of the group in half. Literally. And or like slow down the rocket trooper so he doesn't fire as much. Or yeah, that, yeah. So it or makes just it easier to push the, the rocket back between at you him. and the rocket trooper so they get hit <laughs> by the rockets instead. Um, There's a bunch of really cool things you can do like that. Yeah. Because I think, I think the reason it does that is because like people say, with when you're a Jedi, like it's hard to kind of make you feel like as like powerful like as a Jedi would be. Yeah. But also make the game challenging to the point where like it's not just like a boring like the first showing of the game where he kind of just mowed through everything. Um mm. I li- I really li- I think it's like probably like I said in my review, like I think it's one of the best Star Wars games for a long time. And I know it's not a high bar has <laughs> been set by like the previous single player Star Wars offerings. Yeah. Um but it's just like like the moment you like just land on that first planet, like the 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 sun, like the skybox and the music and the mm. um, just even the way it's shot, like is just really I thought just really nice. Like it's the the production values are super high in that yeah. regard. Um, I've seen a few people have some visual glitches, which is a bit disappointing. Um, yeah, what about I the load had, times? Did I've you only have had any issues with those? I only had one thing where I was trying to kill this toad, and then as I oh, killed yeah. it. Just before I killed it, it flew into the sky, <laughs> off the edge, and I was like, "Oh, wow. well, that's that's." I don't know if that did not, it did it on purpose to not give me the satisfaction, but I was like, "Oh." But um, besides that, like I had a really like like smooth time with it. Like I didn't have any crashes or anything like that. Um, okay. And I was expecting. I wish that. I could say the same. I've had. Yeah, two I know. Blue like, even Shannon was saying like he had some issues like in the first area. I didn't have any of it. Yeah, yeah. I was I had like one particular tough kind of battle sequence um, that uh, I blue screened on twice in like the the same sort of spot, um, which was really frustrating because I was making pretty good progress in w- through some tough fights uh, in both instances. Um, and yeah, and, and then load times have kind of been a little bit troublesome. I don't mind it when you like have to respawn and it takes a bit of time. But there's a couple of moments where I've like rounded a corner and the game has just frozen and there's a little loading kind of. St- dial in the corner that spins for like you know sometimes 10 to 20 seconds and again then the game progresses um but every time that's happened uh, which has maybe been like 10 times something like that i've worried that the game's locked up and, and frozen um but besides all of this i'm still loving it i don't know if that's just like my star wars kind of bias creeping in if it was like a, an original ip maybe i wouldn't be so forgiving of a couple of these issues, um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, they are pretty minor, and they're not taking away from just like the yeah the kind of visceral nature of the the combat and the really cool enemy designs. I think the level design as well is fantastic. I know some people are taking some issue with it, but I love kind of revisiting the planets and exploring different routes, and it's got a very Metroidvania sort of style to that. Um, yeah, it definitely you- does. It's a bit of a mess though, but um. Oh, okay. How did you, what what well, issue did you have with it? Yeah, like, so the, the major issue that I have, and it's probably the only, like, big issue I have with the game, um, is the map is super confusing to look at when it's full. Like, when oh, you've... Oh, yeah, yeah, down. you mean, the like, the, the actual mini-map itself? Yeah, like, it's meant to be, like, this low-res hologram, which I get yeah. what they're going for, but, like, it actually is hard to read. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. And, like, it, it's, like, for as an example, like, I'm going back now and, like, getting back all the collectibles and stuff on everywhere that I've missed, because I need those filthy achievements. But, um, <laughs> like, it's just, 
so hard. Like, I know exactly where I have to go, like, in my head, but I don't know how to get there looking at the map. Like, yeah. especially with these maps where they're all very, like, dense vertically. Um, which is kind of frustrating because, like, even if they just added, like, a fast travel between the meditation points, that would probably solve my problem. Yeah. Because um, when you get super deep into, um, like, a level and you have to go back to your ship, like, so it just can sometimes take quite a while. Like, it's almost worse a worse feeling than in Death Stranding when that happens to you. Like, you go somewhere and you have to come yeah. back and it's just, like, this, like, yeah, really hard, like, task to work out how you got there or how you get back. Yeah. Um, I've not beaten the game yet, but I was kind of hoping yeah. that when you did that maybe a fast travel mechanic would unlock for you to kind of no. zip about Sorry. and collect everything that you missed. No. That's all right. I'm sure maybe I can they could patch it. it. I don't know. Let's maybe. See. Well, I think... To your to your question, Brody, like being sold on the game, you might you might have made a pretty good choice actually in not getting it right at the get go, because um, although it is a fantastic game and I would encourage everyone to play it, it's rapidly climbed up my list of game of the year nominees. Um, it, a lot of the issues I'm having with it now, I feel like could be patched out pretty easily, uh, and like the map, for instance, as well, could be something that might be fixed with a patch. I don't know how easy that would be. Um, yeah. But by the time you do get around to playing it, it might be so much better than it already is. Uh, yeah, you might ho- have like a really unobtrusive experience with it. Yeah, hopefully it's not too long, but um, it's just that time of year, I suppose. Yeah. So, it's Stephen, easily- why aren't you supporting oh. single-player Star Wars games? Um, be- <laughs> Look, there are two reasons. A, Pokemon just came out, and I'm playing that non-stop. And B, I'm I'm right at the end of Sekiro, and I've, James described it as being similar-ish to Sekiro, and I don't think I want to play two of those games straight up. I need a palate cleanser, so maybe around Christmas. Mm. I'll prob- I promise I'll play it, just not right now. Please please don't close Respawn EA. It's de- yeah. it's, it's definitely like more accessible than Sekiro. I should probably like clarify that, because I, I have yeah. said to a few people it's like that, and they're like, oh, that's I don't like that. I don't like how hard that game was. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's not like that. Like, it's definitely much more <laughs> accessible and forgiving. <laughs> yeah. If you, I mean, I think the best way to describe it is, like, it, it's a kind of combination of Uncharted, Crystal Dynamics' Tomb Raider games, and, yeah, maybe, like, a, like a Bloodborne or a Sekiro, so one of the more faster-paced uh, Souls kind of style games, um, albeit with, like, a, a layer of... St- Star Wars, like, all over the top. Mm. Um, but what, what's kind of cool about it is that, like, it's its own story. Like, it doesn't... At least in, in what I've experienced, it, it's not really, like, weighing too much into the Star Wars that we know. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, there's touch points here and there, but it seems to be, like, a cast of, of unknown characters and, uh, like, yeah. a story of its own. Um, and the, and some really cool characters. B, BD1, especially, is maybe my favorite droid in all of Star Wars now. He is such a cool character. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Steven, what think- have you been playing oh. then, if not... Oh, sorry, James. I was just going to say, like, I just think it's cool how, in terms of the story, it doesn't try to, like, kind of shove these people into the existing events, like... Sure. You know, like... Oh, actually, Cal was the one who folded Princess Leia's dress that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, it kind of just, like, it shows you Cal's perspective on some major events um, from the original film series, like all yeah. the trilogies um, that fits. And, um, yeah, like, I really like that. And then the way that it all comes together is really, really good without ruining yeah. anything. Um, I, and you can I, say the same for the settings as well. Like, there are some familiar planets, but there are some like two, well I think. That- yeah, yeah. But everything else is original. It's easily jumped, like, from going from being nowhere to, like, in my top three for the year, I think. So, 
Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think Respawn have two of the top three in my mind, which is pretty crazy. So bravo to Respawn. Um, Apex Legends was the other one, obviously. Ah, of course. Uh, Steven, <laughs> yes. what have you been playing, if not Star Wars, then? So Pokemon came out on Friday, and I've... Oh, did it? I, I, oh, I guess yeah. I would know. Yes, it's... um. <laughs> Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I I don't know. I have been... I think I'm hitting about the sort of 16-hour mark now. I'm, I'm about, I well think, done. five gyms in. Yeah, it didn't. I didn't really think I'd been playing that much. And then I looked at the counter and, oh, whoops, 13 hours when, you know, a day after it came out. How did that even happen? But it's like... <laughs> I know Pokemon games have always been for me a kind of like a comfort food in a way. Like I can play it. I'm not necessarily needing to pay a hundred percent attention to it. I will when I need to, but like I can play it in the background of stuff. I can play it kind of more leisurely, I guess, than most other games. And it's really something I can just keep playing and playing and not really get bored of. And that's exactly how I've got that many hours. Um, but yeah, I've been really quite enjoying it. I, I'm really enjoying the, like the, the new wild area, which is sort of a open world in the loosest, uh, probably yeah sense of the term, but it's like an open area with, you know, roaming Pokemon around that you can, you can go into our later areas and there'll be big, scary things. You don't want to go there and you can't catch them anyway, if you don't have the gym badges, which is a little bit annoying. Um, but yeah, it's made lots of little interesting changes that have made me quite, you know, much happier to play it. It's things like you can see Pokemon in the tall grass, so you can avoid, you can go through a cave and fight literally zero bats if you don't want to fight any bats it's it's lovely lots of little quality of life things as much as it's it's still got a lot of annoying stuff that pokemon always has had and probably always will but you know little baby steps has been really good did you play let's go no i i did not know because all the things you like are from let's go yeah i probably would have enjoyed it but i don't know i had other games that i wanted to play a bit more I wonder if you'll enjoy this one more having not played Let's Go. Like if well, it sounds like if he does. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to like get at. Yeah, like yeah, keep going. Because because <laughs> they don't change Pokemon games, so they're the same every year and happy oh, for twenty you're years. Stopping... <laughs> <laughs> not a hundred percent true. <laughs> no, I know. I, mean, I know. Sixty percent true, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is the, is there enough to kind of rejuvenate your interest in the the series though? Like, is like, would you recommend Sword and Shield any more than say any of the Pokemon games that have come out in the last few years? It's hard to say because like I I finished X and Y. I finished like the Ultra Ruby. I can't remember which what the Ruby Sapphire remakes. I finished those. I didn't finish Sun and Moon and didn't bother with Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon. Just right. just the time of my life. It just wasn't really gelling with me at the time but i don't know i've i've not been able to put this down i've been you know whenever i'm not at work i've been playing pokemon and the fact that it's on switch means it doesn't matter where i am i can play it it's yeah i don't know i'm getting a lot more into it than i have in the last few generations of pokemon and maybe that's because i've skipped the last two games kind of it's i haven't been burnt out i think i was if i was playing them as they come out year on year i probably wouldn't really be as enthused as i am i guess I don't know. It's hard to say that it is, you know, this is the Pokemon that's going to make you change your mind about Pokemon because I don't think it really is. But for me, it's just a lovely, comfortable game. It's, I don't know, like being in a nice, warm cinnamon bun bed. I don't know. It's very comfortable and lovely. <laughs> quite a quite a change of pace from Sekiro as well, perhaps. Yes, uh, I've 
I haven't played Sekiro in a couple of days and Pokemon has been a much needed uh, palette cleanser before I go back to that <laughs> later this week. <laughs> uh, now, Brody, you, you came across a copy of the, the game as well, but haven't had the chance to play it, if I'm not mistaken. Came across a copy. What, yeah, yeah. You, you make it sound so suspicious. You, it fell I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't mean for it to sound suspicious, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what, what's, the, what's the appeal of, of this Pokemon for you? Are you um, much of a Pokemon well, guy? I didn't really pin you down. Well, first, the appeal was that it's it's free due to the circumstances of me getting it, <laughs> um, which is not shady at all. Well, he didn't yeah. steal it. That sounds I terrible. <laughs> and I and I haven't I haven't turned any favors for it. I've, I owe no one no tricks. Um, so yeah, it was free for one, and I don't know. I guess because I, I I sort of played Pokemon Go, not as in the one on Switch, but like Pokemon Go is probably like the last thing. I was exposed to in terms of Pokemon and I had a bit of fun with that and I don't expect this to be anything like that obviously but it reminded me I guess that I still you know I still kind of care for these little critters and like even though I haven't played a full-blown Pokemon game since like I don't reckon I've played one since Silver or Gold um so I think it's just a good time to slot back in I I, I expect it'll probably be very different to Silver and Gold because I've missed like six or seven iterations but you know that's probably not a bad thing like I think the good thing about Pokemon is that, uh, like, I feel like it just appeals to all generations. And, like, there'll be people who, uh, like, Sword and Shield is their first Pokemon game. And I think that's that's really good, that they're all accessible in the same way. Like, that mm. while they're repetitive for people who play every year, you know, I think it's good that they all act as an entry point for people who are sort of coming into that time of their life. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of, I mean, I guess, like, kind of FIFA or Call of Duty in a way, right? That... There might not be huge differences between every year, but the little differences the hardcore fans will appreciate. And if you've not played one in like five to ten years, you can still sort of pick it up and there's a sense of familiarity to it. Maybe yeah, sure. I'm maybe I'm coming around on this. I might have to admit, the the one thing that did get me kind of intrigued by it was um that like pelican looking Pokemon that seems to like scoop up other Pokemon oh in its mouth and then spit them back out at people. Yeah, I haven't I've encountered one in a trainer battle at one point and I thought it didn't have any like Pokemon in its gullet or anything. I thought that just looks like a funny pelican, but I looked it up and it's got like <laughs> a form where it's basically got a Pikachu stuck in its throat or something. It's yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but I want one. Like I know. I just want to see how I just want to see how stupid <laughs> I just want to see how stupid they've gone with it. Like I, I saw, I've been seeing people like posting screenshots of like Pokemon they've caught, and apparently I've talked to a few people about them. Apparently they're old ones. Like there's like a Pokemon that's like after modeled after a trash bag now. Hell yeah, and, and it goes like into a, a bigger trash a, bag. Was that when real? It Trubbish. Yeah, well, Trubbish is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and there's like an there's an apple Pokemon. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, that's Are you even trying anymore? It's literally an apple with like eyes instead of leaves. It's great. You yeah, guys have I mean, the ice cream cone. I'm trying like one, one of the starters wow. is like a gorilla with like leaves for hair, and like you know, that's what. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's like Donkey Kong Jungle Beat or whatever <laughs> that game was. So you know, it looks dope. Very cool. I can't wait for you to play it, Brody, and, and report back and let us know your thoughts. Um, were there, was there any news over the past week that caught your eye? Uh, only one little bit, though. <clears throat> We're running a little long, I think, but we'll quickly touch on, perhaps, uh, Half-Life Alex, uh, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's, sort it's, of like it's a, a new Half-Life game, is what it sounds like. I know, and I, f- I should be more excited, but there's one small caveat that comes with this, and that's it's going to be Valve's quote-unquote flagship vr game 
so cue the disappointment but also like i don't know i'm torn i think it's been so long since half-life that my investment has waned a little bit and for them to reintroduce it does excite me a little bit but the fact that it's a vr game really sort of uh flattens me out because i think, I think the fact that it doesn't have a three in the title as well is kind <laughs> yeah of- and I think they've already said that it's like um, an interval sort of game set between one and two. Right. Um, kind of like a blue shift or an opposing force type expansion type of thing. So I expect it's probably going to be a smaller experience as it is. Is this going to be um, your like Metroid Prime Federation force moments? Like you've been waiting for a new <laughs> game for so long and you just get not really what you had hoped for? Look, probably. Hopefully I mean, <laughs> look, in... In an ideal world, I hope Half-Life Alex does phenomenally well and people buy Valve indexes, rip them from the shelves, and then Valve are like, oh, maybe people do care about Half-Life still. Let's make Half-Life 3. That's the best case scenario out of this. But um, I guess, hey, it's a new Half-Life game, so I shouldn't complain. It's still on their radar, and it's their first game like in a while, Like aside from Artifact, obviously, but... Yeah, I'm just kind of relieved that games are still being made at Valve, because when the, the whole acquisition of Campo Santo happened, um, there was some speculation in the week as well that maybe I uh, got the, what is it, the Gods Among Us, the, the new game that they were making. In the Valley of the Gods. In the Valley of the Gods. Every time we talk about it, you forget the name. I forget <laughs> the title. <laughs> yeah. um, Hasn't it like been filtering through art directors? Gods. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently I think the hype the name off their their profiles or something yeah yeah so oh. over on twitter like everyone that was supposedly working on the game removed any mention of the game from their twitter that just bias. means the game's done it's uh, finished <laughs> if only um which is kind of concerning i hope that campo santo doesn't just kind of get like consumed Shuttered. by the machine that is valve i mean it's very wrong to call valve a machine because it's this whole flat structure like a weird no boss kind of organization um but yeah, I just kind of hope that like they don't get sidetracked. Maybe, uh, maybe I really hope like that game sees a lot of DLC day. for Alex. Oh, don't don't <laughs> hurt me like that, James. Firewatch um, what costumes about you? for Alex. That'd be great. What about you, James? Are you excited for Half Life, Alex? Am I pronouncing it correctly? No. Not at all. Is it because it's are a you VR a, game are, or because are it's you a Half Life? I've never been. All? I've never been a Half Life person. Like I, I've always kind of felt like. Valve's been those people who kind of... Half-Life has kind of been a way to kind of introduce cool new things that Valve are working on, but not necessarily, like, good games themselves. But that's just my opinion. So, but... It's a classic James opinion. Everyone's gone really quiet. Oh, no, it's not. It's just my opinion. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't... I can't believe people, like, still care as much as they do about it. Um... But I'm, I'm happy surprised people haven't abandoned hope. Like, yeah, a hundred percent. And people but are still hopeful that this like is it's, it's be been twelve years. Yeah, yeah. I, I just mean, don't see this as being the thing that satisfies people's need for more Half Life. I'm not. The I biggest don't. Granted, Half-Life. like we, we know nothing about it beyond the fact that it's a this VR game. Uh, I think they said that they're showing more on Thursday or something like that. So I think that I guess like we'll a rumor, see. Though but, that it was between one and two, though. Like it's not a yeah follow on, which I think would be it's even not, more of like yeah. a kick in the nuts for like. Half-Life fans. A little bit. A um, little bit, yeah. Considering the cliffhanger and everything like that, yeah. yeah. I don't want to knock it just because it's a VR game, though, because I think like, VR there's, is yeah, incredibly exciting. Like, just this past week, I was playing um, some of uh, Astrobot on PSVR, 
And mm. holy crap, is that game good. Like, you can have awesome VR experiences. Oh, and um, Moss and is I really great. I, I like Moss. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't want to knock hot. it just because it's a VR game. It might not be what people expect. I'm sort of aware of that. But, you know, maybe maybe this is the thing that people... But, but, and and like James sort of touched on, like, uh, Valve are very deliberate in the way they deliver things uh, to introduce uh-huh. tech and stuff. So, I don't think they'd be putting this out if it wasn't going to be like one of the better VR experiences on the True. market. And they're aware of the sort of pulling power that Half-Life as a brand is as well, right? Like, yeah, there's certain pull, expectations like, attached power to it. For, for like hardware that's like over a grand, like... And not available to buy in Australia. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, I don't know uh, if it's like presuming the right it's way to index, go about uh, it. exclusive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do we know that it's exclusive to this? No. I mean, maybe uh, not, but, like, if I was them, I mean, I don't know then. I, I, don't I, know. I mean, Steam Steam's VR platform, like, is very open to a number of different headsets, right? Like, it seems weird that they would suddenly close off a, an aspect of it. Just to sell their own. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's, like, some sort of bundle, I don't know, but, yeah, I, I can't, ima- I don't know. It seems, it would seem kind of crazy for them to make an exclusive. I don't know. Crazy yeah, things have we'll, happened. We'll know, we'll know more Thursday. Steven, are you going to buy an index if it does see. turn out to be uh, exclusive? God, no. I don't even have a gaming PC, so an index is so far off my radar. I'm not yeah, even thinking about it. That's the other challenge, too, actually. You've got to have a PC that can bloody play VR yeah. games. It's a good shot. I, I hope it's like not exclusive and it gives me an excuse to buy a Quest. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I would Something else to play I'd super hot on. <laughs> uh, I reckon it's time for What the Wiki Reminder that What the Wiki is the podcast game show Where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page For an unknown game and we the contestants Must guess the game The first guesses, uh, sorry, the first person to guess Two games correctly wins the round and takes home The points and speaking of points It was a rather contentious round last week If you guys might remember correctly It was um, never in doubt It was never in doubt uh, I, have, I have a recap <laughs> from the official What the Wiki keeper of the score At Jamie Penning over on Twitter Who we had to sort of defer to To make the decision as to who was going to win And we should game. respect his role and his title So his Congratu- decision Congratulations Jamie As he writes Stephen was away this week After his win in episode 97, 197 So Ewan took over the hosting chair For this week's What the Wiki Meaning I was left to make the decision in the spur of the moment. James and Brody stepped up to the plate to take on Ewan's games. Controversy was set ablaze with the team asking the official keeper of the score for clarification of the winner. After listening to the show, the official keeper of the score has determined that Brody was the overall winner. Good decision. So Thanks. congratulations, Brody. Brody. That was, that yeah. was the decision I made at the time, right? So my decision was just upheld? Yes. Yeah. Good. I, yeah. I take. I take a not, little bit. Not of enough doubt to overturn it. I guess yeah. is what he's saying. Yeah, not it's it's like uh, it's like cricket rules, right? No, yeah. Unless it's, unless yeah, it's yeah. a clear Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shut up. So that makes <laughs> that means the current standings: James still in the lead on nine points, Brody just one behind on eight points, Stephen on six, myself on three, and Shannon on one. But with Brody taking over the hosting duties this time, obviously, James, you got an opportunity to extend your lead out here again. Are you ready? So ready. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> okay. The first game obviously comes from the great Jamie. Huh? So shout out to him. Okay. <laughs> the game is an action adventure video game developed by Rare and published by Nintendo. Shigeru Miyamoto convinced Rare to redesign the game to be both part of an existing IP and as a Steven. launch title for the GameCube. Steven. Oh, no. I think I may have ruined it. But uh, Star Fox Adventures? 
It is Star Fox Adventures. Oh, for a second, I didn't think that was a GameCube well, launch title, but there you go. Hooray. <laughs> no, it wasn't in the end. Oh. Wasn't it? It was planned to be, but I don't think it was in the end. <clears throat> oh, well, that, it just said that Shigeru Miyamoto asked them to do that. But they didn't. No, I let him no, Are you saying Wikipedia like, is wrong? No, I'm not you? saying Wikipedia is wrong. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, to Steve. Like, James, yes, it's, it was it's going just a to be, game. Got <laughs> I was just explaining it to Stephen. Thank you, James. Oh, I appreciate it. I've discovered that my cough prohibits me from laughing. It's it's a real struggle right now. <laughs> Carry on, Brody. Okay, Sorry, so Stephen. That came across. No, thank you very Stephen, much. Like Stephen's off the mark. Something. <laughs> Stephen's on one point. First to two. Just a reminder. Okay. Are we ready? Ready. Yes, yeah. Let's go. Known by another name in North America, this 1991 cinematic platformer action adventure uh, was designed Stephen? by Eric Sh- Oh, no. Stephen. What? Another world? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it, Stephen. Howdy. Cleaned like, up. up. I got like nine words into that thing. Were you it reading like- that while I was reading yeah, it? I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that was the most guttural, disgusting cough I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Why did I agree to host this episode? This was a bad oh, idea. No. Wow. Oh. Wow. That was so quick. <laughs> How did you oh. know that, Stephen? Um, I know I played it on He was just like, Vita it's a cinematic a platform from 1991. Did you know that it was known by another name? Yes, I did. It's. Uh, I think it's out of this world in other that places. correct, too. Wow. That's a bonus point. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm shook. I'm shook. Astounding. Well... Stephen, you're you're suddenly like very much in contention with that point there. That's seven points to you now, just one point behind Brody and two points behind James in the lead. Um, how, we've still got a few weeks left in the year, so like I said, guys, anything can happen this season. It's crazy. I, I'm loving these new rules, James. It's uh, it's keeping it very contentious. I love it. And, we, and are we still on track for a special 200th? Or uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we're still we're still planning something exciting for episode 200, which is of course next week. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have some details to announce about that very very soon. Um, but yeah, nothing quite yet because I'm still trying to organize stuff and being sick doesn't help. But with that, <laughs> let's bring in then to what was episode 199 of the Sarcast. Subscribe to us on Podcast One or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au. Pause to breathe. Join the conversation with hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at press.com.au. We've been joined today by James. Yeah, you can find me at Twitter. So it's A-T-J-A-M-Z. We've also been joined today by Brody. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me at Brody underscore DG. And taking home the points this round, it was Stephen. Yeah, uh, at Stephen Impson on all the socials. Um, I don't know, tweeting about how the last boss in Sekiro is really hard. Uh, I'm stuck on a tough boss on Star Wars at the moment there too. Oh, I know the struggles. Um, I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thank you for bearing with me today as I nearly died during What the Wiki. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. See ya.